Hey everybody, welcome to the Fit Musician One, episode number six. Uh, this is Vinny Shashelsky, and uh, really excited to be with uh, Angela McHouston today. She's a new friend of mine that uh, I met uh, through another friend on Facebook. Um, Nashville native um, and a uh, very accomplished flute player that's played uh, with the army and several uh, several uh, symphony orchestras and and uh, loves the flute and the piccolo, except for when it injures her, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. Um, and she's also a trainer for musicians, and so we're going to talk to her today about her philosophy on um, movement and fitness and a little bit about nutrition and how she motivates people to get up off their booties <laughs> and, uh, and get active. Um, you can get in touch with us on Instagram and Facebook at fitmusician one www.fitmusician1.com and Vinny at fitmusician1.com. Um, we're looking forward to talking fitness, health, and nutrition as it relates to playing and creating music uh, here on episode six today. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will be right back. to get started. How are you today, Angela? I couldn't be better. Could not be better. I like that. That's a good, that's a good answer. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your, you, uh, you were born and grew up in Nashville, yes or yeah. no? Well, more or less. When we moved down here in 1990 with, from Michigan with my dad because he worked for Saturn. Remember oh, the plastic okay. cars back in the day? Sure. Yeah. So we grew up, I grew up here in Columbia a little bit south and then uh, I went on to college at Tennessee Tech, which is in Cookville, mm -hmm. and I got my bachelor's in music there. And then I went out to uh, Florida State in Tallahassee and got my master's in performance out there. Nice, mm -hmm. very good. Um, what? Tell me about the. Uh, tell me about the army. Tell me about the army band. <clears throat> yeah, so I just finished a 16-year tenure with the 129th Army National Guard Band here in Nashville. I joined them maybe a month or so before I graduated college, and. Um, I decided it was time for a change and I was ready to move on, but I didn't want to leave the band because I joined the army to be in the band. Sure. Then I found out that the uh, 313th Reserve Band that was in Birmingham just moved to Redstone Arsenal in Huntsville and they were in desperate need of flute players. So <laughs> they were very happy to have me. So now I'm part of the army reserve band. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for your service. Cool. And uh, you've done some gigs around town and you've done uh, some recording, I'm assuming, a little bit of recording. And yeah, a little here and there, yeah. That's good. Good. Fantastic. Um, let's see. Tell me about your athletic background. Apparently you've been an athlete for a long time. Yeah, it's funny. I was never into sports when I was a kid. Like my dad put a tennis racket in my hand when I was four and I gravitated towards it. I'm not going to say I'm really good at it because I'm not, but it's fun. And then uh, I discovered weightlifting in high school. My grandfather was a colonel in the army, and he always said, you have to do your squats, and you have to do this. And so I got into it, and uh, I found out it's way more fun because there's no hand-eye coordination involved. You just pick <laughs> them up and put them down. <laughs> so <laughs> I got into that, and um, a few years ago, I found cycling, and it is my new obsession my, yeah. my uncle is actually a uh, he was a racer for a while and he had a bad accident and turned into a cycling coach so I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree Ooh, do you get to call him and ask him like I advice do. oh I'm so jealous when he doesn't say oh I don't really do that anymore and doesn't when right. he gets in the mood to talk yeah D does he <laughs> does he ever just say pedal harder 
That'll make you go faster. Yeah, basically. You know, it doesn't get easier. You just go faster. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Very true. Cool. So um, tell me a little bit about what motivated you. Obviously, your passion for music. I can can hear that the way you talk. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to be? Because right now, um, kind of in... uh, in you're, you're, you have two careers. You have a career as a flute player and you right. have a career as a trainer right. for musicians. Do you have a, like a, what do you call yourself? A musician's fitness coach. Musician's fitness coach. Um, what, what uh, prompted you to do that? Well, I, uh, I got injured three different times over the course of my playing career. Early on, my first injury was uh, I was at Interlochen Arts Camp. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I went from being the big fish in the small pond and just practicing a few hours a day to practicing and playing for eight hours a day for eight weeks solid. Mm -hmm. And my body, my poor little high school body was just like, no, ma'am, this is not going to work out for us. So um, I got tendonitis. Excuse me, I got tendonitis in my left wrist. And... um, there was, they, they offered no help for that. It was just, well, sucks to be you. <laughs> you have to deal with it. So I'm like, by the time I got back from, from that, I couldn't hold a pencil without agony. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. bad. Yeah. And uh, so that was high school. And then I got another injury when I was in graduate school. I had just discovered how much I loved the gym. I was doing dumbbell bench presses with bad form because I didn't know what the form was. Sure. And I just did whatever the magazine said. Sure. I wanted to look like them. Right. It was probably the dumbest thing I could have done. <laughs> and I uh, tore a muscle in my back. Oh. That did not go over well when I had to sit in front of my professor on muscle relaxers and try to stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> and the doctor said, yeah, you should probably just quit playing. Like, yeah, that's an option when you're in school for performance, right? Golly. So then the third time I get out, I'm out of, uh, I'm out of college, and there is an audition for the President's Own, the Marine Band. Mm-hmm. And it's for Piccolo. Piccolo is my, my dearest love. And I thought, man, this is my dream job. This will be great. I don't know any of this repertoire. I got to cram. Cramming on an instrument is a terrible idea. And my body, again, rebelled against me. Like, I couldn't put my right arm down. There were, like, spasms in my back. Oh, my gosh. This, is, this was the turning point for me. The doctor said, well, you have, uh, there's a muscle imbalance going on between your chest and your back. So that's causing your back to spasm. The problem is that there's a muscle, um, there's, a, there's a knot in the muscle. And ordinarily, I would give you a cortisone shot right in the middle of that knot. And it would cause it to relax. The problem is that's right over your heart and it would probably kill you. And that's not what you want. <laughs> and I said, that's, okay. I'd say that's pretty, that's pretty uh, prudent of him. Yeah. Right. So I said, all right, what's your plan B? He's, yeah, you should probably just stop playing. Like plan C is, because I have, <laughs> like the audition is next week. He goes, well, here's some cream and then uh, good luck. And then you should probably quit playing after that. And I was like, all right, I'll take a cream. You're fired. I'm going to go be a resource. I am sick and tired of this being the answer you give musicians when they get injured. Just, sure. yeah, you should quit. Well, why don't you quit doing then whatever it is that you do right. just because it hurts? Stop being a doctor. Stop being a doctor. <laughs> you know? And I said, all right, that's enough. Because at that point, there weren't a lot of resources. And I thought, you know what? I've always loved fitness. There's got to be a way that I can be the resource. I will be an answer for my fellow musicians. And I found uh, NASM, and they it just light bulbs went off like oh my gosh this is perfect so I got my corrective exercise specialization and realized that training is just like teaching and it's just in a different way and I can see where those muscle imbalances are now I can prevent them yeah and I can fix them yeah and then you know on top of all the other things I've studied it just it makes perfect sense tell me what NASM stands for sure that is the National Association of Schools of Music just kidding Uh, it is that There's a story there. It's the National Academy of Sports Medicine. That's funny. But the funny thing is I travel to give workshops, and my workshops help 
colleges and universities meet their NASM accreditation Sweet. requirements. So it is kind of a play on words. Ooh, that is great. That's right? really that's really awesome and and so cool that you found that and obviously have a passion for it. Okay, so that's that's great. So now in Nashville, so you travel some and you do these do. conferences and you do these you talk to people and and uh, set them straight. Um, here in Nashville, and the, I'm assuming the surrounding areas, most people will probably come to you. Do you have a home gym that you like to work from? I do. My main basis is right off, uh, about five minutes off Music Row. Oh. It's uh, on Church Street. Called, okay. It's a, it's a gym called Next Level Fitness. It's personal training only, right across from St. Thomas Midtown Hospital. Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. Oh, easy, easy access off the, off the <clears throat> highway. Yes. Um, and the reason why I say that is because, obviously, if you're within shouting distance of Nashville, you should come here and, uh, and find Angela. We'll have, um, we'll have contact information for her and these organizations uh, in the show notes and at the end of the show when I do the close. So um, how many days a week are you working and how many hours a day are you working training? Um, currently I'm limiting myself to Monday, Wednesday, Friday okay. because with army commitments, um, my weekends, a lot of times are shot Sure. and then I'm currently teaching a lot of flute lessons and you know, other things playing on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, cool. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my, are my days, but I'm there from 6am to 7pm. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Okay. And so I am a person that wants to avail myself of your services. Does it include... Uh, what does it include? Tell me what it includes. I, I want to talk like uh, nutrition. Obviously, you know a bunch about the physiology. Like if somebody comes in and, and has a similar or dissimilar uh, injury to yours, you'll be able to work in concert with their doctors or with their chiropractors or with their PT. Absolutely. And you'll be able to diagnose and, and strengthen them up. Okay. So what, is, what does it look like when I come to you? What do we do? Okay, so first off, you know, we're going to go over your client intake form. i got to know your, your past medical history and stuff. Do you have a history of injury? Do you have a history of arthritis? Is there cancer in your family? Is, you know, do you have any high blood pressure? All those kind of basic things. Are you a dumbass? All right, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I try to save that for, like, my brain yeah, and right. not asking you, outright. You, you figured that out yourself, <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so then um, what I do is I give every, every client who comes in the very first thing we do after that then um, discussing your goals also. Why are you coming to see me? Uh, do you, what, what are your goals? Do you have issues? Do you have, is it a weight loss thing? Is it a, I want to increase the longevity of my playing career? Is it that I need more clarity of thought, better sleep, better yes. joint mobility, all that stuff? Yes, please. Yeah. To all of those. Hey, yes, yes, um, yes. Oh, let me ask you a question. Um, and, and pardon, pardon me for interrupting. Sure. Um, what's the best answer to that question that you've ever gotten? Which question was the, that? The one, what is your motivation? What, what's your reason for being here? Oh, the best, the it, best I mean, answer you know, I got. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Like somebody came in and said, you know, like the story I told you, my doctor told me I was fat and I was going to die. That was a pretty good reason for me. Yeah. Well, one of my, one of my clients right now, she just had a, a hip replacement last year and she came to see me because her, her, uh, she was going to get her second hip replaced and she wanted to be as strong as possible to make that recovery perfect. time perfect, smaller. Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. She just had her second hip replaced in May and at the at week two, the doctor's like, you are moving like you're at week six. That's and she goes, I know you should meet my trainer. That's so awesome. <laughs> that is, amazing. Hey, that's a great answer. Okay. And now how about the worst answer? Somebody came in and said, 
Oh, I don't know. I just want to generally be healthy. Okay. What does that mean? Yeah, it's nothing specific. No, you cannot. You can't trust a trainer to read your mind. And uh, when you have vagueness in your answers, like, <laughs> well, what does healthy mean? I don't know. I want to be toned. Oh, I hate that word so much. Yeah, can sure. I, can I tell you? Yeah. It's like you know, tone is not a. It's 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 a verb. It's, or it's tone a noun, is, not a verb. Tone is something on the flute. It is a not, sound. Not, it, is, it is a state of being. It is not an exercise. Anyway. It's like when somebody Sorry, says, I'm eating really clean. Like that was a what big. Does that mean that, to you? That's right. That was a big term, you know, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. Really eating clean. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I wash my food first, too, before I. Go. I know, right? Yeah. So I get all, all kinds of those answers. But like the, the worst ones are when people just go, I just want to be healthy and this is a good step. Yeah. Like, You've got to give me something to work with. I mean, there's a, there's a nugget of truth to that. I there mean, is. you know what they've done is they've gotten in their car, they've gotten in touch with you, they've gotten yeah. in their car and they've gotten there. Because getting to the gym or getting on the bicycle or getting to the swimming pool, that's mm-hmm. the hardest part. Once you get there, you're like, heck yeah, this rocks. I can do this. Right. Yeah. Okay. So oh, anyway, we've got the motivation and then what, what do we do next? Okay. So they get there. We go over their goals and all those things and then I'm going to give every single client who walks in the door I'm going to give you a movement assessment so I'm going to find out how do you move how don't you move where do you have muscle compensations because everybody does I don't care if you're Michael Phelps you've got a muscle compensation somewhere and that's fine but that's going to help me design a program that's appropriate for you because maybe you don't know how to squat or sit in a chair maybe you do maybe you have no core strength maybe your neck flexors are taken over for your diaphragm or taken over for your tva or you know you had a sprained ankle and now your butt doesn't work and all that i mean like everything just kind of goes together you know sure i've seen all of these by the way okay uh tell me tell me about muscle compensation so is that one muscle taking over the job for another one and then that's how you get the imbalance basically essentially so if we go back to when i had uh the 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 muscle in my back i told was my rhomboid it retracts your scapula it brings it backwards Mm -hmm. right brings it towards your spine Um, it was on the left side of my body well I'm a flute player your left arm is always in front of your body so that muscle was mad and it was stretched out because it had been stretched out for 15 20 years Mm -hmm. right I had never done anything to 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 take care of it and my the pec muscle chest muscles in the front along with some other things were constantly being used day after day, hour after hour, pulling that arm forward. I was doing nothing to do the opposite. And so you also can't just strengthen a weak muscle. Right. If it's being inhibited by what's overworking, mm-hmm. you have to release it before that one can be activated. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is, there's all kinds of different things like wow, that. Wow, that is awesome. And that's, <clears throat> that's fascinating. In, that's incredible. Oh, yeah, fascinating for sure. That's incredible information to have. So... You basically, what what does the movement test look like? I mean, it's not a pass fail, obviously, but like, what do you do? Do you oh, ask fails. people? Yeah, right. Everybody <laughs> fails. We all fail. Um, but the cool thing is, is, you're at the bottom, so there's only one way to go. Is this up. is true. But, um, so, so tell me about the test. What what kind of things do we do? Sure thing. It is super easy. We're going to do a lower body, a full body test. So I give you a, an overhead squat test. So I'm going to have you hold your hands over your head and do a squat. And I'm going to look at you from the front, the rear, and the side. And then I can modify it. You know, um, you can. I can put your feet elevated. We can put your arms down. We can see if that changes what I see in the test. I don't want to tell you what I'm looking for because then right. any of you guys come <laughs> see me, you'll be like, well. I know I'm supposed to do it this way. You know, I don't want to see that. I want to see how you, how you move or don't move. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there's that one. And then I do a single leg squat test, if anybody can do that. I don't mean a pistol squat where you go all the way down all and right. then back up. Sure. We're talking like 
a few inches mm -hmm. of movement here. Mm -hmm. Because when you, when you force the body into an awkward situation and everybody's like, well, this is really hard. Like, that's the point. Yeah. Please fail. Let yeah. me see how you fail. That's yes. what's important. That's, that's, that's perfect. I, I just, you know, when you talk about the shoulder uh, in December, you know, I had a complete shoulder replacement Ooh. and I'm, that's fun. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, and the doctor said the same thing to me. He said, uh, like six months, he said, dude, I have people that are, that are a year out that are not moving as well as you. And it's because right? I did the same thing that you did, which is, which is just awesome. So that's one of the things that we can, that's a perfect example of somebody, once you figure out what's going on, let's say somebody comes in, they're really having some shoulder problems. Mm -hmm. We figure out they have to have a rotator cuff or a complete replacement. You can get them to the point, even with their malady, mm -hmm. where they are as strong, the infrastructure around that is as strong as it can be. Mm -hmm. So they're going to recover quicker and they're going to have less time off of their, whatever they, whatever they do for a living Heck or yeah. for a passion. So that's, <clears throat> that's fantastic. Okay. So now we have done the movement test. Oh, I also um, give them an upper body movement test, oh, okay, too. Okay, cool. Because you, right. you've got to find out how the shoulders, oh, yeah. et cetera, move. Good. It's not just all about your knees and your squats. Right. I assume <laughs> that it's like the entire thing. You turn the neck and you see, you know, you check all that stuff. Because all that stuff is kind of a building block, you know. I always thought it started at the feet and kind of went up. Like It does. Yeah. But does. My, my buddy Willard, and, and you may be able to relate to this, he said, the limp is not the problem. A limp is a symptom. Limp is a system. Sim symptom. Mm -hmm. Sys it's a system, too. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so, yeah, he just, you know, the, the way you guys put it, and, and again, the passion with which you speak about it. I mean, if you were standing in front of me, even if we were just bending me up like, uh, like Gumby or Pokey, I'm, <laughs> I'm fired up, man. I want to I come and take, a, I wanna come and take a, a, a training lesson with you. Okay. So now we've done the full body. You have an assessment of it, and mm -hmm. then... What happens next? <clears throat> so I don't like to be one of those people that just throws paint at a wall and sees what sticks. Sure. But in your first session, I kind of have to do that a little bit. I got to take the knowledge that I just gained, and I'm going to put that into a, uh, into a. Um, it's eventually going to be a comprehensive training plan. But our first session, we got to try some things. Let's see if my assessment is correct. Because just because you have uh, your your feet turn out and your knees valgus and cave in doesn't mean that your butt doesn't work. Nine times out of ten it does, but sometimes it doesn't. It Sometimes it just means your Achilles and your soleus is tight, and then, you know, et cetera. I mean, so it can be all these things. So we're going to start with some foam rolling. We're going to try, after foam rolling, we're going to do some activation stuff. Then I'm going to see how you respond when I put you under load a little bit. I'm going to go into um, <clears throat> some different exercises like, well, let me see you do a, uh, a row because nine times out of 10 people don't do it right. I was guilty of this one. So right. yeah, so I'm going to, we're going to walk through some exercises that I think would be appropriate for you in your plan that I'm going to write you, but let me check first and let me see if I get any kind of different information. Mm. So we're going to go through some of that. Um, and it's not going to be like a killer, you know, workout, right, but you're right. going to come back and I'm going to have a, a periodized progressive training plan written out for the whole month, nice. maybe even two or three months, just depending. Nice. And then we're going to go through that and yeah. it's going to be tailored exactly to you. That's fantastic. And that is, that is really awesome. So the, uh, the rowing thing intrigues me because I, we have a water rower. Um, I saw that. Yeah. And, uh, and the forum on that, thank goodness for the YouTubes, um, 
Yes, I'm old. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting because there, there's a guy on there who is who's really, really well uh, reviewed, and I can't tell you his name, and I wish I could. I'll find the link. It's really great, and he's got the same rower, and he talks about it. And you know, for some people, it's intuitive. Yeah. So, do you use that for strength and? cardio are you doing some combination things because right now what I'm hearing from you is I'm going to go in and I'm going to lift and I'm going to I'm going to do some different things like that mm-hmm. what, now do you try and combine that with some with a cardio that people love so, absolutely okay you're I'm not gonna there are three things I don't make people do I do not pay, make people run unless they love to run which okay but I won't make you run I will not make you do burpees and nobody in my gym is doing sit-ups Period, end of story. Those wow. do not happen. Wow. Also, I won't do them. <laughs> wow. I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that are Ooh. really excited right now. This is my type of trainer. Now, there, you might do some push-ups, but you might not also. And there's <laughs> there's probably other um, um, <clears throat> forms of torture that you put people through, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So when it comes to cardio, I, I am not a fan. Okay, besides being on a bike, because that's very different. You're outside. The, the, the mental struggle is what I love about it, because you get 20 miles from home, you got to well, suck it up, buttercup. You got to mm-hmm. go 20 miles back. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Call a Lyft or an Uber and get them to put your... Right. And if you have a two and a half mile climb at five degrees, you got to go up that hill. Yep. Now, the cool thing is, is you can turn you around can... and come right that back That is down. exactly right. But anyway, back to your question about cardio. So um, everybody gets a little bit of a cardio element. And there used to be a... Uh, somebody said this once, and I think it's a great joke. It's like, well, what do you do for cardio? It's like, well, what do you do? I lift weights. So what do you do for cardio? I I lift them faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, okay, so put it this way. A friend of mine came to the gym to work out with me this morning, and we did the same thing. We did a circuit, right? There was no, no regular cardio involved. We did deadlifts. We did a, we did a type of a push-up, and then we did, um, we did a sled pull and a push. Like, so you're, ro- you're, you're pulling a rope, pulling the sled towards you, and then you pushed it back. After two rounds, we were dying. Oh, I'm sure. Where's your cardio? The whole thing was That's cardio. That's exactly right. Your heart rate is, what was... Do you, no, do I have you, no idea. Oh, you don't? Okay. It was jacked. So you don't do <laughs> you do not do heart rate monitor training or any of that kind of stuff? No, because I'm not an endurance coach. Okay. That's out, that's outside my wheelhouse, I'll be okay. honest. Right. I like to be on the bike, but I just like to be on it. Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Cool. But yeah, so, so I will incorporate whatever kind of cardio. If you have like some specific cardio goals, I will do that. But I usually will do it in some kind of a circuit situation, or I will do it in, or program it in such a way that it it is involved with the lifting yeah so you don't have to like I never every once in a while I put somebody on a treadmill at the beginning for like five ten minutes Mm -hmm. just depending on your situation like my hip lady Mm -hmm. she needs to keep walking she needs to learn how to pick up her legs again that kind of stuff um I've got an author same kind of deal he sits a lot most people I'm not going to do that um and I'm not going to say okay now it's the end of the session go uh be on an elliptical for 30 minutes uh by the end of our session you're done yeah you are done good Good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's say Bob, that's our, that's our example of our sure. person. He is, Bob is actually not in good shape. He's six foot, weighs two fifties and 35% body fat. So mm. he's a, he's a, he's a large guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob starts to lose one pound a week. That's pretty darn good actually. Yeah. It's re- yeah. One pound a week is, is probably the most actually you want to, yeah. you, you want to lose. And, and then eventually you're going to, plateau and it may be a half a pound it may be sure two tenths whatever it is as long as you're heading in the right direction and and you're going to get to where you say this is where you want to be how do your clothes fit how do you feel is it a number on the scale Mm -hmm. this is your body fat percentage blah 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 we're going to maintain this so um 
I would imagine that, and a lot of the people that I know start their journey in one way and finish it or, or maintain it in another. So like for me, I lifted and I did a half an hour on the elliptical, but mm -hmm. now this morning I did, uh, I did 20 miles and I actually climbed a volcano on Zwift Ooh. this morning. So, you know, I was, I worked pretty hard this morning. So what, what about nutrition? What do you do with regard to that? What's the advice that you give with regard to that? So I have to be kind of uh, careful with how I give nutrition because I am not a registered dietitian and trainers are not allowed to tell people what to eat. Okay. Believe it or not. I mean, I've seen lots of trainers be like, okay, you're going to have this chicken and you're going to have asparagus and you have whatever, a bull. You are not by law allowed to say that. Okay. So unless right. you're an That's RD. That's good to know. So, but I can make general guidelines based, especially off your health history. I mean, you know, that, that tells me a lot. Um, I always start with, are you taking a, a multivitamin? Mm -hmm. Is it a whole food multivitamin? Your body can only break certain particles down so small. Why do you think you have to take three of these? Because mm -hmm. food can only be broken down to so small of a particle. Also, you're going to digest it better. Where there's a synthetic, eh, they find those at the bottom of porty potties for a reason. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been told anyway. So, you know, I start with some general stuff like that, and then it, everybody's a little bit different, but I can give you, I can give you uh, general guidelines based on, like, you know, your macros, your protein intake, carbs and fat. Um, most of the people that come to see me, they're clueless. They have no idea what a yeah. carb or a fat or a protein is. Yeah. They don't know how to eat. They're just like, well, I had these crackers and this peanut butter, and... Um. So I can give people some, like, general guidelines based on... This is... What I generally do is I will give people... Um, a list of things. This is how you find a protein. This is how you pick a pick a protein to eat. So I'll I'll keep it kind of generic. I'll say, okay, pick a protein, add carbs and fat for flavor. So what do you want to eat tonight? Do you want to have some chicken? Okay, cool. Chicken with what kind of herbs on top of it and what kind of vegetables? And then they're like, oh well, you know, can I can I fry it? Whatever. Like, nope. You just added a whole bunch of oil. Mm -hmm. How much oil did you add? Mm -hmm. Can you saute it? That's fine. But that's your fat. You're not going to add cheese and this, this, this. Because mm -hmm. if you do, this is how it adds up. And then the light bulbs kind of go on. Mm -hmm. You have all these different options, but just starting out with educating people on this is what these are. This is what you look for when you go to a grocery store. Yeah. You know, most people just buy what's in the middle of the store, and then they, they don't they don't understand why. But, well, I, I only had a few crackers last mm -hmm. night. No, you probably had half a box. Did you see how much the serving was? It was mm -hmm. three. Yeah. It wasn't 15. Shop around the outside of the store is good advice. It's, Always. It's, uh, you, can, you can cut down some of the aisles if, you're, if you need some olive oil or if you need a spice or something like that. But mm -hmm. shopping on the outside is, is, uh, is really a great idea. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. That's, that's really good. Um, so how... How does it work with you? Are you weekly? Are you monthly? Are you per session? Do you sign people up for three months? You know, all that kind of stuff. How does that work? Yes. Because we have to be budget conscious with our, with our demographics. Some musicians uh, and people, for that matter, are very well established in their career and they can afford to, to pay you gobs sure. of money. Other people, not so much. Sure. So what I've done is I've, I've come up with several different... Um, Options. So if you're, say you are, for an example, I have uh, one guy I'm working with right now. He wants to do mostly the online thing because he can't, he's touring a lot. He can't commit to being in the gym with me even once a week. Yeah. So what we've done is he's, he's picked the option where you can visit me, uh, you can work out with me twice per month. Well, at least two hours per month. If you need to do a half hour there or whatever, it's going to roll over to the next month. You can kind of bank your hours. And then I write out a program. I have a free app you can download. His program is in the app. He logs it. He's doing the stuff. He comes back 
for a session with me. We go over form. I kick his butt. He gets a little bit more motivated. He gets a little extra. Then he comes, you know, he keeps going, and I tweak as needed. So that's like that's an option. Then we have an online option. Um, and then you've got your, your regular, I want to see you once a month, once a, well, not once a month, that won't do you much any good, but, um, I want to see you once a week, twice a week, three times a week. Sure. It just kind of depends. And so I've, I've tried to tailor it to as many people as possible. If, the, if you want to work out with me, we will find a way to make it happen. And, and people who have more experience, well, sometimes people who have more experience are, are even worse, but, uh, checking mm. your form and making sure you're yes. doing everything correctly, obviously, because like you said, um, you were doing you were doing things. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, incorrectly based on what you <laughs> based on what the guy next to you is, and we've all seen the YouTube videos of. of oh, I can't watch those. And, oh, oh gosh, it's like you know what? I hope you don't need those discs in your back in a, in a year because yeah. you're not going to get them when you're exactly. eighty. That's yeah. for sure. Big guys doing bench press <laughs> and they have a big arch in their back. Their butt's not on the bench. I'm just like, what in the world? Is oh, my favorite on? are the ones where people deadlift with a rounded back. Yeah. And straight knees. And then they're like, oh, my back hurts. But yeah. that was awesome. I just deadlifted 300 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the discs in your spine, not what you were supposed to lift with. Oh, um, gosh. Uh, my friend Willard Johnson, who was episode one, told me that uh, under the right circumstances, the discs in your back are actually more durable and uh, take more stress than the bones in your back. Wow. Well, I know. It's incredible. Yeah, it He's, makes sense, though. Yeah, it does. Until they, until they don't. Until they don't. <laughs> until they don't. Everything works until it doesn't. So, uh, let's see. You're, you are, you're in the gym three days a week. Now, when do you work out? Yeah, that's a good question. So, uh, I, I tend to work out um, in between clients. I would much rather work out in the morning, but when I have a client at 6 a.m., I'm sorry, I'm not going to get up at 4. Nobody should. I'm, I'm not going to get up. I see these trainers get up at 2.33 in the morning, make mm-hmm. sure they get their workout done by 4, and I'm just like, you know what? Sleep is also vitally important, and I'm not skimping on that. So I'll, I will sacrifice my favorite time of day if, I don't, if, I don't have a, if I've got clients taking that spot, mm-hmm. and I just fit it in in between. Uh, speaking of sleep, finding out how much you need and getting it. Some people need six hours and some people need eight or nine. Yeah. Or nine. My, my deal is with this sleep and, um, other brass players may be able to relate to this, even flute players. Cause you know, flute is actually a good double for a trumpet because you use the corners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, we use, you and I use 200 muscles in our face Mm -hmm. to make the sound and plus our diaphragm and and the whole nine yards to make that sound getting those muscles rested and Mm -hmm. healed Mm -hmm. properly with the right amount of sleep and consistency, you know, going to bed around the same time, waking up around the same time, you can make exceptions for it. But people that are, you know, people that get up at five o'clock in the morning and then sleep until nine on the weekends are just, they're screwing themselves. It's, it's hard, especially if you're a, you're a musician or you're out on tour and then you're, you know, you're up until what time of night mm-hmm. and then what doing, time you, doing what doing what? Yeah. And then you, uh, then you get up at what time the next morning, mm-hmm. you know, but then when you come off the tour bus and you get home, what's your schedule like then? Mm-hmm. So trying to keep yourself to some semblance of something you can keep is really important. I also used to, um, one of the tours that I was on actually for about, I think it was 11 out of 14 months. I was on a tour bus. Wow. And sleeping on a tour bus with the stopping and the going and the rolling and your body is constantly working against what's going on outside. If you're in the bed, man, and you turn, that's all you're doing. But that thing, and I'll tell you after that, after that time, you just get. 
you get beat up, right. just beat up like crazy. So right. yeah, the touring musicians and, and session guys too. For sure. Um, you know, you're sitting on your butt all day. If you're in the studio for eight hours, you know, that's, that's the muscle you're using the most is your butt because you're sitting on it, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of rough. And so, um, okay. So tell me what else, tell me what else is kind of on your mind about what you do. Mm. Well, fun story. I just wrote a book. I just wrote my first book. What? Yeah. It's an is, ebook. You can download it right this minute. Sweet. Is it out? It is. It, it is out as of this last January. And where are you selling it? It is on my website currently. Although by the time this podcast comes out, it should be on Amazon and available for Kindle and all that other stuff. We are totally going to get some hyperlinks over to oh, yes. Amazon. And it's only an ebook. It is currently an ebook. It's going to print. The only reason it hasn't gone to print yet is I cannot settle on, a, on cover art. <laughs> The, you laugh. What am let, I going to wear to the gym? Let me tell you. Okay, so the name of the book. Let's see if you if if you can come up with something here. Okay. The name of the book is The Musician's Essential Exercises. Oh. Yeah. I can see how that would be that would be difficult. You don't want to alienate. Kind of like when I did my logo. I was like, all right, look, this can't alienate anybody. It can't be too cutesy. It cannot right. be corny. No. It cannot be cheesy. Right. But it can't alienate anybody. You know, I... Honestly, I, what I might do just off the top of my head is I might have a flute and a piccolo on a stand and take a picture of you in the gym. Mind blown. Yeah. Here's something fun. So <laughs> It's a terrible idea. It's yep. the worst thing I've I, ever heard. I don't heard. think that's going to get anybody's attention. <laughs> Well, here's one that we've been throwing around a lot. Uh, you remember when the NFL draft was here recently? Oh, yeah. So a friend of mine, or my photographer, was working with a tuba player. He had a session. He had to get to, or I think it was a session. Maybe it was another gig. But anyway, he didn't want to drive because of the draft. And he just went, no, I'll get stuck. Yeah. So I'll bike. So he strapped his tuba to his back and hopped on a bike and wow, went to the session. Oh, that's cool. And my, my photographer was like, I think some version of that yeah. could work because it doesn't have to be. This book is mostly no equipment needed. These are the bare bones. These are the essentials, the basics you can do on the tour bus, in your gym, in your practice room, in between. That's our stretches and activation exercises. Body weight exercises. Body weight stuff. Yeah. Except for uh, I've got rows in there, and there's really not a good way to do. Yeah. I mean, there are a few, and I go over those options. But, I mean, trying to come up with cover art for this thing yeah. is just... Tell me the name Hard. of it again. It's called The Musician's Essential Exercises. And you can get this on your website, and the address for your website is? It is www.musicstrong.com. Music Strong, that's a great, that's, that's easy to remember. Oh, of course, it's on the shirt right it's on there. My there shirt. you go. Um, super cool. And we'll get some hyperlinks over to everywhere that that is available this, uh, when this podcast uh, hits the road, as it were. Man, fantastic stuff. And, uh, Gosh, I, the passion that you bring and, and the energy that you're bringing, I would love to be in the gym with you, and hope, hopefully that'll happen. Um, It'd be great. Angela, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. I really appreciate it, and I'm hoping that uh, people will listen to what you have to say, and it will appeal to some of the people that are uh, folks that are listening uh, to us today. Um, uh, w one more question. If, if they can't come to you, mm -hmm. say somebody's, somebody's a Florida State alumni and lives yeah, down there in, sure in wherever Florida State is. Uh, Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm an Alabama fan, so. Oh, I, mean, I yeah. see. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, D 
Do you have a do you have a, a kind of a reference network? I mean, do you have people that you can kind of turn them on to or I, I don't. And here's the, the the tough thing is trying that's the one thing I hear most often is well, how do I find a good trainer? Yeah. That's a really that's a really tough one. So what I tell them is if you're Googling in your area, find somebody who has credentials that are that that are good. And there are only a few that I would actually recommend. NASM obviously because I'm partial. NSCA is also good, but they tend to be more on the Olympic side of lifting. Okay. It might not be your style. ACE and ACSM are also kind of they're they're okay, but they're just not as science backed. I feel with the muscle compensation compensation test okay. that yeah. they do. Yeah, and I mean it's it's that's in the the bare bones one. I also have a corrective exercise specialization, and there are not a lot of people that have that. But that is really key for for musicians or finding somebody. Um, I'm getting my neurokinetic therapy level one uh, certification here pretty soon, and finding someone who can do that. Um, that also goes a long way. I'm assuming that there are websites for these organizations, there are. and we'll we'll be able to we'll be able to throw those in the show notes for you. So, well, something good. I'm thinking about because I I don't have that referral network yet, but I am looking to franchise and have a referral network that way. I think it's a great idea, and obviously the the accreditations that you have, you feel you feel really strongly about, and it sounds like you you know what you're doing, but um, also. Maybe a section on your website where people can do the research because I'm a I'm I'm a firm believer that knowledge is power and if Absolutely. they understand coming into you, this is what the this is what this acronym stands for yes. because th- that whole flurry of of things <laughs> just lie. kind of floated right over the top of my bald ass head. So um we'll but but we will include those guys and girls in the show notes uh, again. Angela, thank you so much uh, for your time. We're going to take a break right now, and uh, I am Vinny Krzyzewski, the Fit. I'm trying to be the Fit Musician 1, and uh, we'll be right back with the speed round. Hi, everybody. Vinny Krzyzewski, trying to be the Fit Musician 1, uh, Episode 6. Angela McHouston, she's awesome. We just had a great conversation uh, about her life and her business and, uh, and her passions. She's really, she's really fantastic. So, uh, I encourage you to, uh, get with her and we'll give you all that information. And, uh, now we're going to do the speed round. Um, Angela has not had the benefit of having these questions ahead of time. So these are, these are some challenging questions. So here we go. Uh, your one best piece of advice to anybody listening. You have to have your why, and that why has to be really solid. It can't be a superficial why. You have to get to the meat and potatoes and the real reason why you want anything. It can't be, I want this because I want to look better. I want this because I just want money. No, why do you want money? Why do you want to look better? What's, what's way underneath that? Because without that, you're not going to stick to anything. You're not going to go anywhere. That is a perfect answer. Your favorite Band or artist? I know most people are like, I have like 50. Mm, <laughs> wow. I, oh. You know, this is not an easy one. It's definitely not. I mean, can I separate them into genres? <laughs> Just give me Just your one. Let me have your top three. Okay. <clears throat> I love me some Eric Whitaker. Okay. The vocal guy, but yeah. I'm, I also love anything that Vaughn Williams or Debussy writes because I'm a sucker for that kind of classical music okay. or movie music. Oh my gosh, I can listen to movie soundtracks all day. I think movie soundtracks are the classical music of a hundred years from now. Like, yes, seriously, I think they'll still be doing John Williams concerts 
in 100 or 200 years, and he will still be considered a genius. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he'll be the Beethoven or the Mozart or, or the Chopin or oh, yeah. whoever it is of, of, uh, of uh, well, he is already, but, you know, yeah, I, that's good. That's good stuff. Okay. Um, the most influential person in your life, past, present, maybe not future, because that would be weird. <laughs> most influential person. Past or present? Can, can be anybody. Can't, can be anyway. It doesn't have to be somebody I personally know. No. Whew. Okay. Well, so no, nobody I personally know. Because <laughs> I was like, well, it could be my mom or my dad. Yeah. I mean, I, everybody no, does everybody. the mom or the dad or, no. you know, if you're married, they, give, they, they do the spouse and all that kind of stuff. It can be anybody. It doesn't, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't want this to sound like a cop-out answer. but <laughs> <laughs> it, To some people, it might be a cop-out answer, but... As somebody who's influential in your life and has been for a very long time and continues to be that way, I think could be could be anybody. And if it's somebody I haven't even met, then <laughs> cop out answer or not, I'm going to say it's Jesus Christ. Good for you. That's that's got to be it. That is uh, self explanatory right there for a, for a <laughs> lot of folks that are listening. Okay, yeah. this two part question: best piece of professional gear. My piccolo. Okay. What do you have? I have a Homig 650 slash two Cocos wood piccolo with a waved head joint and solid silver keys. And it is my baby. That is a lot of information. There are, <laughs> there's a very small demographic listening right now that it's like, oh my gosh, that's an awesome horn. Everybody else is like. Shrieky death twig. What? Huh? <laughs> Does it, hey, can it start a fire? <laughs> Right? And then your best piece of athletic... Oh, no, you've heard the how do you get two piccolo players playing tune? Oh, you shoot one, I know. Yeah, that's bad. I not in the Army Band. We always play in tune. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do Stars and Stripes, and it's not just one of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Best piece of athletic gear? My foam roller. But, right. I mean, if I don't have anything, it's going to be a foam roller or a lacrosse ball. Who uh, made the foam roller? Do you know? Amazon? Amazon made <laughs> I don't it. Know. Okay, we're gonna find out. I want you to find out the brand name because we want to. We'll, we'll hyperlink to, to that, and you know, we'll get you an endorsement deal. Oh, I, I usually do the ones from Perform Better. Then okay, good. Yeah. Perform better. Perform better. And, and we'll we'll get a we'll get a link to that. Okay, this is the big dog, and um, and a, a lot of people have really given some some great answers. I anticipate that with you too. Um, besides being married and having kids, um, I know you were married. You don't have kids. Um, most positive event of your life? It's a big, I know it's a big most one. Right? Po- I've had so many good experiences. The most positive, you know, it's got to be when I was at Interlochen as a camper. Not as a, I came back as a counselor, but it was when I was a camper because it, it threw me into a worldwide theater where I really got to see the level of ability and talent. And, and work ethic of these kids from all over the country. And they all had a passion for things just like I did, even mm-hmm. at a young age. Mm-hmm. And so it's finally like you just met your people and you were surrounded with your people all day long and everybody loved what they were doing. And th- that has to be one of the highlights of my whole life. There you go. That's a great answer. That didn't take much at all. I mean, no. I'm sure that there's a gaggle of other things. Oh, but sure. That's a, that's a really great answer. It's like you find your tribe. 
Yeah, and people. it sets you up for the rest of your life yeah. to continue doing what you do. That's a good boy. That's some solid. You know, you were worried, but that's some really solid answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I'm surprised that one came to me, but it was. <laughs> you know, let me put it this way: when it was like one of the last one, one concert, we were we were rehearsing and we're on stage, and I kid you not, they played a tuning note, and everybody goes, you know, there's the A, and everybody goes A. I cried. It was so beautiful. I'm like, this is. Oh my gosh, it's a tuning note, but it, everything was just so everybody. Was was like just with it and I just got that energy I thought this is the best day of my life it was a tuning note <laughs> and it's not there ain't no joke up there on the lake there with the hotness and all that kind of stuff it's really hysterical I have that's our that's my coffee my my kick-ass coffee maker um I play concerts up there oh, on the concert it's series. beautiful yeah it's incredible but it's hot and so playing in tune outside not the easiest thing you know, humid and the moisture coming off the lake and all that stuff yeah it can be that can be a booger. Oh, Boy, yeah. Uh, great answers. Thank you. You've been a wonderful Thank guest. Thank you. Um, Appreciate you having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Angela McHouston, and uh, we will uh, we will get you all the information that you need to get in touch with her. Thanks so much for listening. I am Vinny Shashelsky. I am trying really hard to be the fit musician one, and I would like you guys to go be awesome.